Blog Talk Radio. After Dark's early edition, I'm your host, The Poetess, and I hope you all are having a lovely night. Tonight, there will be no open mic. There will be straight poetry tracks and the hottest music, of course, in R&B format. Um, we have an hour and 27 minutes on Tuesday. We only do an hour and a half, so it will be less talking on my end, more music and poetry for you guys. All right? So we're going to kick this off. Um, usually I will start off with some poetry, but I'm going to go ahead and kick a track of music, and then we're going to fall back with some poetry. So tonight we're going to start this off with Brian McKnight with Any Time.
Okay, coming to the stage, a wonderful, spectacular spoken word poet. Let's give a round of applause for Divinity. All right, y'all, see, this is about a situation that I hope none of y'all have to go through, but, you know, this is based upon a true story, so believe it. I got a man and I think I'm gonna forever. And forever we'll be together, no matter where he goes, I'll be thinking of him. I'm gonna love him, I'm gonna love him. He is the love of my life, I can't deny it, though I've tried it. See, I'm not on that waiting to exhale shit, you mess around and he'll leave you suffocated, but his loving's without breathing, it leaves me inebriated, sedated by inhaling his mind into my lungs, I could OD off his love. Resurrect from death and with one last breath just profess my happiness because he is the shit. Straight oxygen. No trace of carbon dioxide, neither harsh chemicals nor abrasives. And the way he say shit just got me like, damn. Watching Love Jones accompanied by our loud moans, he likes to call me Redbone. And when we're alone, I can see into his soul. Embraced by his ebony skin tone, thoughts on his views, political, lyrical, spiritual. But we was ever getting physical when he ain't got a job, but... He's looking. A couple of times I had to pick him up from Central Booking. Sometimes he pays too much attention to another sister switch, and sometimes he comes just a little too quick. And sometimes his breath ain't as fresh as it should be. And sometimes his crib ain't as clean as it could be. But, but see, but see, all that's cool because cause I could work with that. But y'all, you ever be at work and get suspicious like something ain't right? Like... Like something just ain't right. Well, well, let me break it down for you. Cause see, I was working the register when a chill arrived up my spine, perpetrated my mind like, hey, yo, D, something ain't right. Feeling so deranged, I even gave my customer back the wrong change, so I left early. Felt like I left the gas on in the crib. It was particularly strange, but composure regained. I arrived home. I put my key in. He double locked it. Yo, he don't ever double lock that door, y'all. And my first step is introduced to foreign clothing on the carpet, red alert but slow, and then I smell that sex shit, you know that prophylactic, nanoxin online lifestyle type smell that clitoris happy, dick friendly, sweaty type smell that bend me over and fuck me baby, damn you shit a tight conversation while you screwing type of smell. So I ran into the kitchen for a weapon cause butcher knives work every time. Be calm. You're fine. And then the door opens. Her ass in the air, blinded by her artificial hair, he can't see me in. And she, I prayed that she would be a stranger, but nah, y'all, she was Twanisha, my next door neighbor. Feeling like a scene in Saving Private Ryan, cause there's about to be some bloodshed and there's about to be some crying. He sees me, no longer oxygen, straight smoke, but I'll be damned if he the nigga to make me choke. He stopped mid-stroke, I jumped on the bed and attempted to slice his throat, which you know good motherfuckers and niggas ain't shit type fury. And she cleansed the sheets in brief retreat before I threatened to start some beefing. She almost slipped past me. <laughs> but I'm fassy. On some matrix, come up the wall and kick a bitch type quick. I grabbed her by her wrist and I spit in her grill. And he came to her defense like, chill, chill. But I was hot. And if I'd have had a gun, somebody would have got shot. Because I had a man and I thought I'd have him forever. Till I caught his dick in some heifer She knew I was with the nigga when he met her I'm gonna wet her with my Beretta 
The bombardment of empty apologies and dry tears I faced was unbearable, but I swear to you I refuse to be one of those I'ma give him five more chances type. He's struggling in an oppressive nation, let me support him type. I can change him and beat the other woman's asses type. Lifetime movie reader Marley type sister cause he's simply not that serious. So I'm taking applications for his replacement. But for right now, I'll just clutch my pillow tight. And that was Divinity. Hope y'all were still in there. That was Straight Oxygen. We're tuned in to Poetry After Dark's early edition. And shout out to those who's in the chat room, chilling with me tonight, and those who's on the phone line. I do appreciate the love. We're going to keep this moving because, again, we do not have a full two-hour show, and I do have a lot of stuff to share with you guys tonight. All right, so next up on the track list is Latoya Lucky with Corn.
Poetry After Dark's early edition. I'm your host, Poetist. Next poet stepping up to the mic tonight, Chanel Gabriel. Permanent imprint. Believing his own lies till he did his own ventriloquy. Stringing himself along in a world that lacked consistency, consistently mistaking honesty for truth because, honestly, he really does love her. But truthfully, he doesn't know how to. And how do you show a grown man how to be selfless when his own mother used her selflessness to teach him to be selfish? Mistrained since birth, she tended to his needs before they surfaced. Satisfying her son was her only purpose. No earning her grace, no need for good grades. He'll grow out of it was a frequent phrase when he misbehaved. As he grew, he got accustomed to getting more than he gave. The first woman he ever loved was his personal slave, condoned his passion for unemployment since that meant he'd always be home and she'd never be alone. So the seeds of responsibility and maturity were never sown. She forgot to teach him how to fish and now he's grown in stature but not mentality. Unwilling to own up to the fact that the only thing he has to offer a woman is his company. And even that is temporary because countless ladies will tell you this. His loving is like confetti because at first it's all pretty but then look at the mess you're left with. Desperate to replace mama, he marries a woman who gives him a throne on which he doesn't even deserve to sit. And I feel sorry for her. Really, I do. Because honestly, he really does love her. But truthfully, he doesn't know how to. How do you show a grown man ambition when he's been conditioned to be in a constant position of submission? Giving his wife permission to be the sole breadwinner so he could be the bedwinner. And the couch has his permanent imprint. I'm praying he'll end up impotent so that his wife doesn't have to pay for him. Insisting that he should leave behind a football team legacy That he can't support financially Hoping that eventually he'll be the man he's supposed to be But if you let a man give you garbage once You'll spend a lifetime taking out trash So she simply endures the monotony of their life in matrimony Struggling to make ends meet Juggling three jobs while he lives for free Knowing that in old age he'll be living off her social security And is that really fair? She shows her love by giving everything He thinks it's enough just to be there. Finds money for all the newest gear, even though his children need new shoes. Got 22-inch rims for his car, even though the Con Ed bill is due. And the needs of his family come second to the needs of his crew. The trees of society will never grow if this exists in its roots. I want to forgive his ignorance. Really, I do. But he doesn't even love himself. How can you expect me to?
You're tuned in to Poetry After Dark Early Edition. I'm your host, the poetess. Oh, man, that just took me back right there. I have to recollect myself. The next poet that's stepping up to the mic is a group, and it's titled Poetic Minds, and this one is The Whispers. 3 a.m. Darkness overcomes the tranquility. Suddenly, I'm longing for light. Your hand caressed crevices that caused me to cower into myself. Heat leaves through the cracks of vulnerability in my woman. Satin sheets float across my skin and blanket my senses. I seek solutions in the silence of suspicion. My flesh is cold. Your skin is colder. The room freezes honesty on the wall next to our fallen relationship, but it's too dark to see. I feel you place your lust on top of me. Your fingers glide over places that long for a touch. Such places have missed the hint of a man, manly movements to maneuver the magic in me, the mysteries of me, but my body thirsts for passions that I never really knew with you. Proceeding pulses palpitate in the pit of my stomach and my heart begins to wonder and weaken and worry. You pull the sheets back until my nakedness welcomes your power. You smile and I stare. Your manhood signals me and ghostly whispers fill the air. They swarm around in my hindsight. The noise is angrily comforting. This sound seems too familiar. My comforter munches itself, preparing my spirit for your company, telling my thighs and my arms to host your party. And I want to give in and I want to give all. I want to give love. Love that makes the soul stir in the dreams last. But my heart races and my mind is suddenly running towards the past. The past being painful, dismal, and not that long ago presents itself in mental pictures across my ceiling, performing season. Love gone away, days I cried, days I fasted, days I fell, days I died. Oh, how I loved you, oh, how I love you, oh, how I would have made the world over for you. I would have rebuilt fallen temples for you. I would have uncovered all the treasures of Tut and buried them in your past life for you. And I'm trying really hard not to remember the worst of you. God knows I felt too long the curse of you, but I can still smell her perfume on your neck. I can still taste the cigarettes on your lips that you never smoked. I can hear the shower running in the middle of the night after your long days away from me. I can feel the fights beating down my self-esteem. I can smell the blood boiling to my highest degree. I can see me becoming another me because you took me there, sucking out all my value, leaving me filled with affliction and air. Damn, what is that noise? You enter me firm, almost cruelly. I feel your hands upon my breast as your tongue flickers against my nipples. Your grip is hard. Your heart is hard. Aggression dedicates its action to my neck as you kiss me hungrily. A tear emerges in the corner of my eyes because I've known this aggression personally on too many nights. My hands gather around your waist. My pride wants to push you away because you never looked at my body as wanting to please but needing to feed off my love and off my soul and off my flesh and my price for allowing you to do this to me with my dignity and my well-being and your beginning with her. What is that fucking noise? My woman begins to reject your erection. She takes her wetness and places them in my eyes until they fall as tears. Her love does not want you there. My face falls into the pillow. The ghostly whispers cry in despair as you selflessly continue on and on and on. My heart beats strong and reminds me I've been here before. My chest aches and the pain awaits itself in my eyes. My cries are silent but flood my face. Your body stays and my integrity walks away. You see, 
This bed holds up our history. It captured and binds the negativity that you gave me after you left me. Something beyond this fallacy asks me, why is he here again? Why are you here again? I listen to my inner thoughts telling me that this night is a mistake. This night will take you right back to a place you tried to leave, but as hurtful as it may be, I've longed for this night. To ease the chills in my stomach and holes in my soul, I prayed for this night because my love has known too long the loneliness of my own shadows. I loved you so much. I missed you so much. You hurt me so much. My spirit feels empty, losing something I thought was so perfect. All the signs were there, but I only saw you. All these whispers were there, but I only saw you. And as your sweat finds its way to me, I want to scream out my hate for me, but this pain won't let me. All my powers have been consumed. Your nearness torches my being and my womb. The longer you stay in me, the more prevalent your energy falls. And the whispers get louder and the whispers grow louder. You can't hear me cry. My weeds blend with your moans and your sighs. The tears fall fast. Our connection flashes against my virtue. Hurricanes of all the fights and all the women and all the yelling and the solitude of having a wounded man surrounds my bed. Your emotions are tidal waves that engulf my insecurity and manifest into a reality that blind the perceptions wouldn't let me see. All the love your love has for me is released from your dick to my sheets and it saturates my worth until I sink underneath. The whispers turn into voices and the voices get louder and louder. I hear them blasting from the unplugged radio and the off TV and the loud secrets they say get this nigga out of your bed. The need for him is in your head and not your heart. Exhale the intoxication that tears your world apart. Rage for the sanctity in your substance to be right. Don't let this man steal your joy twice. Give him back his distilled pseudo-realities. Mount the past upon his stack and steal the joy in yourself back. The whisper stopped. The pain stopped. The tears stopped. And somewhere between self-love and street lights. He left.
After dark, early edition, and I'm your host, Beforeus. And next up to the mic is uh, one of our own, BTR's own, and I'm sure most of you inside have heard of him. He's in the shop with us now. 
Um, this is Miss Luna with When I Speak. Yo, what's going on, y'all? It's time to up our levels and take it to a whole different ionosphere. Ms. Luna representing poetic voices. Y'all about to absorb some truth up in this piece. Let's go. When I speak, smiling freedom bojangle vigorously while the ripples of saccharine syllables procreate dimensions of sandy aspens. Look close and you see the lungs on my third eye gasping in constant search of the respirators to forbidden liberations. Grasping at the winds of distant innovations, I oscillate the stench of sin's intimidation. Cleanse from mental menstruation, I speak, fluorescent my tongue as incandescent petals of savory ideas shower my world. Understand that when I speak, the galaxy of the spirit is my mecca. The rod of discipline is my scepter. The tears of the hopeless, my nectar, as words become fragments. No words become magnets, attracting the subconscious earlobes of true believers with melodic SOSs. When I speak, the palette of darkness trembles at the taste of my life. Wrong is exposed when I counteract it with the insulin of what's right. The flames of my definition igniting bionic spirituals sung from my stomach as I speak for the fate of the optimistic. This pain I live with is nothing more than energy that I filter through my concrete heart, only to be reborn as powdery octaves of joy. When I speak, stereotypes disintegrate in the midst of the truth. Equality inseminates the womb of now when opuses of the soul disinfect mediocrity's chokehold. When I speak, the metamorphosis of a new day screams my name in tones of a groovy ecstasy, diluting my serpentine concepts with the serum to transform words into happenings. Each verb, each noun, a tabernacle of oratory hope, so muscular that the devil's henchmen have to summon reinforcements to help contain my aqua. When I speak, my emotions gallop the jungles of righteousness. My intentions float, waiting for the day that my words are reborn as actions.
Can I get a little personal with you? Can I tell you about a black thing? You see, this black thing is a love thing. It's a sweet thing. It's a God thing. I complete the universe, I am the first I walk as if I own the world because I am secure with my identity This black thing I feel free so I climb mountains and touch stars And look at the world from afar and know how beautiful we really are This black thing Kissed by the sun, I'm wonderfully made I'm chosen to carry this shade The color that God made for me I'm honored to be This black thing This black thing It's a love thing It's a sweet thing It's a God thing I am royalty, a priceless jewel of the earth I came from kings and queens I was birthed into excellence and greatness I carry myself with the highest of honor in a thing wrong with me. I speak words of wisdom. I'm in love with me and I'm wonderfully made to be. This black thing. I'm more precious than gold. I'm worth more than diamonds. I eat the best of the land and wear the best that it has to offer.
can't feel myself I don't want nobody else to ever love me You are my shining star, my guiding light I love that to see There's not a minute, hour, day or night That I don't love you You're at the top of my list Cause I'm always thinking of you I still remember in the days When I was scared to touch you How I spent my day dreaming Planning how to say I love you You must have known that that's when you opened up your heart and you told me to come and call my love. A thousand kisses from you is never enough. I just don't wanna stop. Oh my love. A
hands off. Never too much. You're tuned into Poetry After Dark's early edition. I'm going to make this quick announcement uh, for those that do not know and that first-time listeners. Open mic is on the second and fourth Friday of each month, and this is not the Friday. This is no open mic. I do appreciate you calling in and listening in, but unfortunately I cannot open your mic to speak. All right. So um, moving along, the next poet stepping up to the mic tonight will be Mark. And I always get his name messed up, but it's Mark Goggins, I think I want it is. Anyhow, um, this piece is untitled. Check this out. You know what? I'm so tired of turning on the TV or the radio and seeing and hearing the same old coonery and buffoonery 24-7. Just the same old garbage, same old nonsense, you know what I mean? So you know, you know I had to respond to it, right? It goes something like this. Corporate America's the new slave master, deciding who gets paid and what gets played faster. And our youth are the targets, the zombies, the slaves, dumbed down through the TV and radio airwaves. They send a satellite signal down to shoot you And scatter your brain matter to destroy your future Filling you with violence from the time you're a toddler Programming you to be the part of black or black slaughter Dumbing you down to make you unproductive Feeding you ignorance to make you self-destructive Then they get the rap artists to dumb it all down To the point where anybody can be a rapper now Just turn on the TV and watch these clowns Like Real Chance of Love and Meet the Browns Or like Tiny and Toya and Flavor Flav Portraying modern day minstrel shows and slaves And they think they got it made Just cause they can rock some Cartier shades Flashing the flyest fashions for days Getting paid to put our people in mental graves What a shame The things we do for fortune and fame The shows we watch just to be entertained And then we'll watch it with our children Which I think is so lame For money Some of us will sell out our mamas Just so we can be on TV on some reality show drama and ain't nothing real about it, you just adding to the confusion Helping to feed our children from the table of illusion Hip-hop of the Twin Towers, I don't know which fell faster All I know is people are still dying from this hip-hop disaster And if the poets dumb it down like some of these rappers And sell out to the aims of these modern-day masters Then maybe we'll go gold or perhaps even platinum And all of a sudden spoken word will be what's happening Then we'll be the new school fools getting airplay Dumbing it down for the youth on the radio airwaves so we gotta be careful in our desire to blow That we don't become a part of this minstrel show Cause we'll never be hot on the Hollywood scene Unless we dumb it all down for the corporate mainstream Cause intelligence and true lyricism ain't selling You gotta act all ignorant and be cussing and yelling And the flood of people's melon with a whole bunch of foolishness And I hope I never see the day where poetry's doing this we're one of the last free forms of expression. And we need to look at what's happening to hip-hop as a lesson. Because the day they turned hip-hop to rap, all the soulless souls to be a part of that. And for them it was easy, it was simple, it was nothing. But that's how it is when you lack character substance. And now lyrical consciousness can hardly be found. Because it's all drowned by this nigga, bitch, gangster shit now. So now corporate America's the new slave master. Deciding who gets paid and what gets played faster. Dumbing us down through the TV and radio airwaves. And our youth are the targets to be zombies and slaves.
Stacking bricks upon bricks, then I have you stand on top of it. Overlooking a sea of dreams surrounded by reality. The capacity of your ability is not limited by society. For your universe is vast. I dare you to be brilliant. I dare you to be resilient. So I'll lead the way by establishing a strong foundation for your elevation. Restoration of the concept that it takes a village to raise a child. Foul play has been implemented into our communities. So the children run wild while the parents hide in exile. Come out from your safe houses and become warriors for the future of our children. I'll build you a world that involves integrity, respect, and honor. So you can't help but to realize your potential and your power. So I'll build you a world. I'll build you a world, sacrificing all that is me if I must. My vision for you is to see your dreams submerged out from all the dust. Get your piece of the pie, including the crust. You're magnificent. It's my job to create a path for your success. That's how you become blessed and stand the test of time. Equipped with education, prepared through knowledge and guided through wisdom. To touch, to taste, to find, to plant, to pray. You are the future, so preparation begins today. The intention of our soul. No longer can we watch the world decay. We hold by the power of our passion. Brained with negative behavior. It will be a world that includes. So I'll build you a world. world Uh
I see gray skies, sunblocked by the thick stigma of past sins overcast. Overcast with my own lies, like, girl, you're going to be fine all by yourself for the rest of your life. Gusty today with cold winds blowing through the room every time I think a man looks at me and the drought continues. No love raining down on account of my attitude, the little bit that does break through from persistent old flames. Collected in the wrinkles of my brow and funneled down the drain to the ground below, and I am convinced this is how independence feels. And what can grow in these conditions with no sun and no rain? Bruised and beaten by high winds and all the rest of the world's elements, and yet wasn't that the point of all this time spent alone? for me to grow. So now, at 27, apparently it's storm season because depressions are forming from high pressures, low pressures, peer pressures, all converging on my shores, making me unsure of the decisions I've made, the courtships I've evaded. With everyone's ideas of what happiness is swirling around in my head, I heard them say I needed a husband and some kids to be validated. But while no man is an island, I'm a woman, and I was born with water on all sides, mood changing with the tides, a landmass at my center where many attempt to dock their ships, so I am not anxious over anything, why should I be, status quo don't guide me, I hold my ring finger to the east for the next direction I should move in, and even when there is no breeze, I just lean back and hope the weather breaks before I do. Pray the weather breaks before I lose myself in self-sufficiency. Because last I checked, sufficient just meant enough. Which means so long as I am alone, I might never have to worry about having too much of anything, including too much love.
when I was 17, my play sister told me that she dated men based on the relationships they had with their mothers. That statement left me dumbfounded like a five-year-old trying to comprehend Marxism. Because before my mother could whisk me away to my first day of school, make me memorize scales on her scarlet oak piano, or teach me the rights, wrongs, facts, fallacies, reasons for love, she died. Your empathy, I don't need. I had a grandfather and a grandmother. I was raised well. And even though my grandmother tried to carefully crochet fibers of proper values into my mind, a young black hip-hop team from a city that whites have forgot, that wears his back pockets nod and his bib ain't backwards, finds it hard to relate to one who's from an era where blacks can't vote. After football practice one evening, the wings of cancer stripped of her skin before I even had a chance to kiss her cheek goodbye. Your sympathy, I don't need, because for the next seven years, I stood on my grandfather's sandpaper shoulders in my quest for manhood. I gutted every predator disguised as peer pressure. I wore responsibility like it was tailored linen. I hunted lions, put their heads on spears. He told me I was the reason that he made it to 79 years. However, when you're 17 years old and you've been robbed of your own personal mother Mary, that moonlight of male, female relationships feels kind of scary. Nobody to walk you through those first kisses, those first dates, no female model of comparison. So my girlfriend told me for annoyance drips from the tip of her tongue. Con, there's more to love than romantic poems and delivered roses. I replied, well, if it is, why don't you show me? Better yet, why don't you teach me? Because I'm 28 going on 65 and I doubt if I'm allowed to enter my next life without having love. Proper meaning firmly in my grasp. And I'm sorry I waited so long, but I just put up enough courage to ask someone to help me. I've been in the forest for 10 years, and I still can't tell the birds from the poison ivy. And my best friend, Kareem, called me last night and told me that the most beautiful things about this woman was that she embodied the morals of his mother. And instead of being happy for my friend, I was jealous. Like a six-year-old forced to stay in the classroom during recess. And the main reason I've had problems with men this lack of understanding is because it means that I'm not a man yet. Even though I've walked the earth wearing crocodile masks, Teflon skin, father the seed, worked two jobs at a time, red motherfuckers, spines out their backs. If a man does not know love, he can't call himself a man. So one day, dear, when my mother's tears are trying to pierce through this glass house we call a relationship, and you're looking at me with crimson lines of frustration raining through your eyes, maybe we can pitch a tent in the pecan tree, unlock the book of Corinthians, jar up some fireflies. And you can teach me how to love because I don't want to die not knowing. For the last time up, I'm going to bring back my man, King Laz. You know what I'm saying? He got a lot of things going on for himself and his company. So be on the lookout for him, man, and the whole squad. is also. So I'm about to bring my man back up. King Laz, come on out here. And this one's off the long time coming CD also. This is track like 13, I think. No, 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 no. It's like track 14. It's called What I Know. You know what I'm saying? It has me and Austin on it, but I'm just going to do my part because, you know, Austin ain't here. But listen, yo, my goodness, it's been a long time coming. See, if I've accepted the fact it's just me in this war I'm stuck in, trust who? Family, friends, where? I can't see them. What love? It's every man for his damn self. Why people tend to change with the time, but time changed me. The main shape of the state of my mind, which is a mile past so what? Oh, I don't care avenue. I try to do it y'all's way. Now my hand's thrown up. 
While Bush murders our generation, we wish for changes. Our people kill ourselves anyway, so what diffs it make it? A different place, different face in the ski mask. We got guns, still our equal opposite pre-action. We got guns, we kill ourselves. We rob our own, we fill up jails. The black man stereotypes fill. <laughs> yeah, 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 but listen, 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 listen. Now people say I'm too conscious. It sounds like I'm preaching. I'm telling them stuff that teacher isn't teaching. George went to war, mass murder, no reason. Bill got some brain and they wanted to impeach him. They say I'm unpatriotic when I'm rapping. People, they get talking about drafting people. I'm talking AKs blasting people. Now tell me what am I supposed to rap about with Uncle Sam pointing at me, people? Huh? I'm right at draftable age, and I ain't bashing G-Dub, I'm just mad at his ways. We got to suffer for some debts that his dad couldn't pay with no say. Land of the free, home of the brave, right? See, every day we get a little more communist. The hatred between races gets a little more obvious. I can't solve it, but I'ma tell you what I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, y'all been a beautiful audience, man. That's my time, though. I see my man Spiral back in the back, waving, telling me to get off the... I just lost track of my mind. With some of the things I've seen with my shady eyes, sometimes I wish I was blind. Because I'd rather be scared of a loud bang of a sudden blast of a 12-gauge shotgun than to be scared sitting in my house wondering who's outside watching me because I've seen what they've done. Yeah, I'm young. But I ain't young enough to know this world ain't nowhere near the same. Everybody clicking up got something to prove. Young and dumb. Even my suffering, 99% the same. I was approximately 16 when I decided I was going to excel in the private life of which I've already lived. Hanging with the older crew, slanging here and there, violence, nothing was repetitive. That type of lifestyle just seemed to fit me to the teeth like the crease of a tight glove. I was raised right, my mama gave me everything she could, but to turn my back on it was just something I never cared about. Because of God's blessings formed through my mama, I realized that I was going to be a rich grinch. I was born in the Bahamas, but a bad spawn of an angel being deteriorated by a pussy bitch. And the outcome? Well, grandma was born. A soul may handle to a body without question, but without realizing that the soul was already torn. I came into this world pissed off, and anything that made me angry, I powered anything that made me happy. And the only things that could calm me was the violence, and the only woman that was allowed to slap me. I went through many identities to hide the real ones, deep inside and out of sight. So once again, what was the outcome of that? The birth of termite. A man with so many souls, personalities, hard times and secrets. There was no appreciation in life, and all the hatred bottled up inside, it was hard for me to keep it. After suicidal attempts and belly missed assassinations, I realized that my life was going to be a little too wild. But in some sick way, I loved it, but it was diminished by the birth of an unexpected child. To keep a long story short, my family didn't know about my daughter, but one well-heated enemy did. Hatred filled that enemy up so much that plain and simple, the nigga ended up killing my kids. Family started mourning and poor things started happening. Not because of my daughter, but because that enemy died of some type of freak accident. I don't know how and I don't care, and that's my story, and I'm sticking with it. I love the fact that this cowboy was dead so much that I praised it. So afterwards, I went and repented. But justice to me still wasn't good. I had to repay that currently living better bastard. Written over God for my life, I gathered the closest of my niggas with the his funeral and dumped this casket. I started living by my own rules. If I didn't know you, I didn't give a fuck, and I kept a throwaway tightly tough. I grew up my own saying that I would continue to destruct until I self-destruct. I'm a Miami-based Bahamian. I let that simple fact become my soul and my hatred was my power. My blood was alcohol and if I did dinners with anybody with my luck, the deal kept going sour. Something was growing violently inside of me and it kind of shook me like the end of time. Slicky, sipping, tripping. I was just tired of niggas throwing a little fuck nigga sign. 
I knew there was a heaven, but I believed in hell. I wanted to send everybody there because my life already felt like a cold, rotten cell of a demon that did nothing all day but push-ups. I knew this wasn't what God planned for me, and I felt so corrupt. So I dropped down in my celestial hole and recognized that I'm a born leader. And Hitler was too. Conflicted questions started forming in my mind, like should I have a big army or should I stay with a few? Should I teach my people mild, cold-hearted ways, or should I just tell them live their lives like they were the last days? Being a name proclaimed king in this clique, I realized I had to reign, rule, and conquer. I had no choice. If I stopped, the niggas would kill me anyway, but I wanted my future kids to hear their baby's voice. I was turning into a lost soul that I seemed to always talk about. I was devastated because I was a misguided leader not following God, and I was about to flip out. Then a voice came to me and asked me a question that I've asked everybody troubled ever since. If you don't see something, do you hear it? And if you don't hear it, do you fear it? Was the beginning part of this sentence. Me being who I was, I was like, no. But then a voice said, if you don't fear it, where's the death? I thought about it for a second as the sentence finished with And if it's there and it happens to kill you, then tell me, is it fair? That's when I realized that my soul and my life was something that I was going to have to reveal. But that was going to be a little harder for me because the one girl I confided in, I called my sister, was already killed. And even though sometimes I wish it was me instead of her that would have died, I usually don't say it publicly, but in the name of Dark Side, I'm going to continue to ride. That's the name of the clique. It's an acronym. It stands for Dear Everything. We know shit y'all don't invent. What we knew was our enemies were demons and our father was God. And for that simple fact, the enemies wanted our heads. This life I've chosen kept me down emotionally. Black in my heart. Messed me up and all out of spite. So once again, termite was down. But what was the outcome of that? The spiritual person, termite, termite, termite. It was preached to me that the calm is life and the storm is life. And it's an ongoing battle, so now it's time to ignite. So I saddled up, got spiritually filled, going to claim God's territory is what I said. Stopped busting at people so quickly. Instead, I wanted to pray for them because I knew they were part of the living dead. So when life's shadows come to get you, sometimes a little fall could be your only means of help. If you ever seen a nigga take his last breath, you know what I'm talking about. Just imagine how he felt. He probably gave his life and got admitted into heaven right before his family had to mourn. I'm a death angel, the lost souls. God giving me my purpose. My life was to come. Prepare for the storm. The storm. The storm. Mm, mm, mm. All right, y'all. We about to close out on Poetry After Dark. Um, I'm your host, Epoetis, and I hope you all enjoyed the show tonight. Um, kind of got lost track of what's going on because someone kind of just jumped in and emailed me and what have you. But anyway, um, the next show will be going on 11 to 1 Friday um, before Chapter Dark's the original. Uh, if you like the tracks you heard and yourself as a poet and you would like to hear your work on the air, um, you can email me at uh, poetryafterdark at gmail.com. Uh, please make sure that track is in MP3 format or else I will not take it. All right. Um, also, I'm going to leave everyone with this. Appreciation can make a day. And it can even change your life. Your willingness to put into words is all that is necessary. To the next time, one love, peace, and blessings. Second time around But before you go